You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome to the Arrowhead Pride podcast we call From the Podium, where you get to hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm the editor-in-chief of ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid joined the media via Zoom press conference on Monday afternoon, 24 hours after the Chiefs' 27-3 loss to the Tennessee Titans. Let's go to the head coach. Is that we didn't play well enough yesterday. Uh, my responsibility that we we get that done. I'm, uh, uh, the obvious things are the things that we need to take care of right now, and um, and so those are the penalties, the turnovers. Um, those have got to be answered and and uh, taken care of. That'll help us with a third down situation. Um, and and then put ourselves in position where we can also create some turnovers. So I thought we did a good job with with the interception yesterday um, defensively. We did some great things in the run game against a really good runner. Um, uh, but there are spots here where we've got to take care of business. You know whether it's with the pass game offensively or defensively, we've got to make sure we better ourselves there. These are all things that we can do individually and collectively as a team. But it's got to get done. And so um, we're going we're gonna to work on the obvious and try to get that, get that taken care of and do the best we can uh, uh, with that. So um, anyways, I don't have anything injury-wise to present to you uh, right now. I, I, other than Patrick did the thing I mentioned last night. Patrick uh, was – he passed the protocol part of uh, the concussion protocol part. So. Um, and it was my decision not to, not to put him back in at that time. Anyways, with that time here. Let's go first to Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, Brad, I've got a couple things. Um, Andy, you, you kind of just answered this, but I just wanted to clarify. So the, Patrick hasn't felt any sort of, of effects today. Like you anticipate him playing next Monday. Yeah. So I haven't met with the doctors, but no, I don't anticipate that. So I would have, most likely heard that by now. And then, um, secondly, Patrick mentioned yesterday in this post game that that he he's pressing a little bit. And one of those attributes he mentioned was was just leaving the pocket. I, I just wonder, from your assessment, you know, he, he seemed to be pressured more yesterday than what he has been. How much of that a result was some some stuff up front versus maybe some things he has to change as far as where where he sits in the pocket and how early he leaves it. Yeah, so listen, Sam, I mean, they're, they're a good defensive front, and we put ourselves in a position where we had to throw the ball. And and uh, you do that against a good defensive front, there's going to be there, – there will be some pressures. you gotta, you got to work through it, and, and then he'll get out of the pocket and do what he does. But, um, you know, listen, I, I can only tell you that we, we all need to get better on this. It's always <clears throat> It's always good to get after the quarterback or get after – you know, specific area. It's not one thing right now. It's a, it's a, there's a handful or two handfuls of things that we, we've got to get straight and that's coaching and that's playing. And, and so 
um, without going into a whole lot of detail, because we still got a lot of games here to play. Um, you know, the, the obvious, I think, is what you you guys can see, and, and that's got to be fixed. If it's fixed, you you, you get it. You'll be have a chance to win every football game. If it's not fixed, then you're going to struggle. Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go to Pete. Coach, with the Monday night game coming up, there becomes a that extra kind of buffer day built in. And I was curious, is there um, a, a positive to maybe letting the guys get away for a little bit and kind of trying to reset a little bit on Thursday? And is that maybe something that you've been thinking about? Yeah, you know, uh, listen, I <clears throat> I thought one of the positives, Pete, was <laughs> on the plane, you know, all the guys have these iPads now. So on the plane, they all had the game on. They were all looking at the game in the back of the plane. And it wasn't, you know, the, the loud music or whatever you can perceive to be co- that goes on in the back of the plane. This was focused on trying to get better and, and looking at it, curious to see, you know, what went wrong. And so I can handle that. That, that normally tells you you got a pretty strong locker room. And, and, uh, and we need that right now. That's what we need. We need strong coaches and coaching. And we need good, solid, a, a good, solid, strong locker room. And so um, I felt, you know, guys want to do the right things. We just got to make sure that we're putting them in position to do it. And then when they're put there, that they, they execute it the right way and, and then make the play. Let's go next to Sarin Petro. Go ahead, Sarin. And Brad, I'll, excuse me, I'll have a, I'll have a follow-up. Uh, Coach Orlando Brown uh, got beat with the, the speed rush a couple of times. And I, and I know we've heard Patrick talk a lot about getting in sync with the offensive line, right? And, and you know, is, is, is that a matter of just him stepping up? Or is it really just, you know, unfortunately this one falls on Orlando. He's got to find a way to get out in front of those speed guys. Yeah, so they had a good plan, honestly. You know, they pushed the pocket on the right side. And um, and then on the quarterback's throwing arm, and then they worked at times 10 to 11 yards around the corner, which uh, once you work the quarterback's right arm, he can't step up. So now he's deep. They work around the corner. That's the ones Orlando, uh, the couple that Orlando got beat on there were, were deep, uh, deep and around the horn. So we got to go back and make sure that we handle the onside right. And, um, and then Orlando can do some things with his set to uh, make it even better there. And then uh, the pass rush, I know uh, the blitz got home with, with Ben Neiman on the one, but how, how difficult is it for uh, defense to, to be in coverage when, when they so often seem to need to bring extra to try to get there? The, the front four just aren't getting a lot of push just with, with, with those four. How, how much stress is that putting on your, your D backfield? Yeah, well, we, you know, we do. I mean, blitzing is part of our package. So, <clears throat> I mean, we do that. And, try to stay aggressive with it. So we try to blend it in. I actually thought the, the second half there and and even some of the ones in the first half, uh, we had pressure right in his face. And he, listen, he made some good, great throws, I thought. Uh, you know, and, and so uh, pressure can be as, as good for you as, as a sack. When you're right in that guy's face and making him throw bloopers or get half the velocity on the ball, you know, you should, you got to take care of business off of that. So there were some good ones. We can do better. I'm not telling you we can't do better. So I'm saying that there were some, there were more than maybe you think uh, on good solid pressures on the quarterback. 
uh, when you saw him vote. But listen, he, he completed them. So um, some of which, a couple of them I thought were great throws. The two on our sideline I thought were great throws and catches. Let's go next to Aaron Ladd. Go ahead, Aaron. Coach, we, we knew you guys were explosive in years past, headed to the Super Bowl. And, but I feel like when we cut on the games this year, we don't know what to expect from week to week. Through seven games, what would you say is the identity of this year's team? Yeah, I think we're still working through that right now. You know, we've got to we've got to um, uh, form that identity here, and we've got these remaining games to do that. We've got to make sure that we get that together. Last three, we'll go right down the line, starting with Todd Lebo. Go ahead, Todd. Hey, Coach, when you went back and watched the tape from the the game yesterday, what did you see effort wise? Do you have any concerns with effort on the defense or the offense? with you know all 11 guys working hard yeah that was one thing I thought was was good I mean we're seeing a lot of teams just tank it in the second half I, I didn't see that I, I saw guys uh busting their tail to get the job done um we were just we were off and uh you know you're playing a good football team you cannot be off that's that's the bottom line we have to figure out a way to do that that's what we've done in the past we've been able to do that and, and so we've got to keep, keep an urgency up to, uh, in, in practice and, and the right frame of mind when we're playing the game to get that done. And, um, you know, that, that again comes back to what you've got coaches and what you got in the locker room and that. So I think, uh, you know, but there, there's got to be that, that urgency has got to be there. Go next to Matt Derrick. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Coach, you know, normally your offenses, a hallmark of them, have been fast starts, and especially with that scripted period at the very beginning. Um, this season, you know, most of the offensive production has been coming in the second half. Is there anything that you can put your finger on as far as, you know, looking at that scripted portion and the opening periods of the game of, of how you can get a bit better jump on other teams and, and kind of clean that up a bit? Yeah, so, I mean, you saw it with our first series. There's a penalty. Backs you up. There's um uh, the second series um you, you got a couple things that took place in there that uh weren't right the third series there's a fumble second uh or an interception and then you come back the fourth series with a fumble so that that's been kind of our mo right now and those are that's the obvious those are things that you know it doesn't take a expert here to 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 see and until we fix that, um, then you're going to have a problem. At this level, you have a problem. The games that we didn't have uh, quite that, then we were we did okay. There were not a lot of <laughs> most of the games we've been kind of with that with that situation happen. So that that's your first half. The second half, we've come out, we've cut back on those mistakes that we had, and then you're you're moving the football. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's, we've got, but we've got to do it. I mean, I can sit here and talk and it all sounds like excuses, but we have to, we have to fix this problem. Bottom line. Let's go last to Matt McMullen. Go ahead, Matt. Hey coach, uh, you mentioned this a bit earlier and spoke about this, but uh, in the past when you've had teams that have gone through stretches like this, they've almost always pulled themselves out of it. Uh, 2015 comes to mind. I know these are different teams, but what are some of the hallmarks of those teams that have found ways to fight through this adversity? And what gives you confidence this team can do that as well? 
you know, you got to stick together first and then you got to practice the right way and you got to transfer that on the, the playing field. And coaches have to make sure that they <clears throat> keep trying to put their players in the best possible position that they can to make plays. There's got to be a universal joint effort that takes place to do that. And, and, and you know, and unless you're, you're doing that and feeling that, then, then it doesn't change around. I mean, that's how, that's how that goes. So uh, we've got to make sure we're, we're all pulling in the same direction there and getting it done. Coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. All right. Yep. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.